Emma Mae Dinkins here. This podcast is powered by the Converge Podcast Network. What is up, incredible and loved and valued humans? I want to say that real slow, just so you really hear me and it really sinks in. You are incredible, you are loved, and you are valued because you are made by God, you are loved by God, and you are pursued by God. Incredible, loved, and valued. And I'm so thankful that you are here. Guys, my name is Emma Mae Jenkins, and I am stoked honored even to welcome you to the Have You Heard podcast where faith comes by hearing that is hearing the word of Christ. And so friends, without further ado, grab your headphones and let's get into the word. I am like really kind of amazed that we have been going through all of these different wedding topics together throughout this month of June. It has been one of the sweetest things ever, and we're coming up on a a whole year of the podcast being a podcast. This is such an honor, and it's just so much fun, and I hope that this marriage series, this wedding series, um, has really blessed you no matter what season you're in, whether you're single, you're dating, you're engaged, you're married. Um, You don't even have relationships in a romantic way on your radar whatsoever. Wherever you're at in your journey, I pray that this has met you right where you are. And if anything, it has just, it has really encouraged you to draw near to God, knowing that he draws near to you. It has really encouraged you to go to his word. It has really encouraged you to love people wholeheartedly in any relationship, whether it's your friends, it's with your family, it is with a significant other. I pray that it's just encouraged you to have the same mindset as Jesus as Jesus towards them. I pray it has encouraged you to delight in the details of life. It has encouraged you that our God is a redeemer and that just as he took Diana, who literally could not plant anything that it would live very long. She now has a whole flower company and shares her story that brought her shame. Now she shares it with confidence because she boasts in the Lord and how he's redeemed her. I pray that it has just brought you so much hope and excitement about life and a clarity of what God intended marriage to be, what God intended um, love to be, what God intended our relationships to look like whenever we remain in him and he in us and we truly bear much fruit in that and so I am just so so thankful that you have joined me in this series and I'm really excited about today and I really feel like today's message is very fitting as we transition huh, there it is as we transition into this next season because by the time y'all are hearing this I'm married Like right now I'm recording this and it's like a couple of weeks until the wedding. And so I'm like all antsy in the best way. And me and Josh got our marriage license today. But by the time this is released and y'all be listening to it, guys, like I'm going to be married. And, and so I know that I may even have to go back and listen to this podcast and be encouraged because today we are talking about a transition of seasons. And I know for me, this has been very, very real, a very big reality in my heart and mind lately that 
I'm transitioning. I'm going from a season of singleness in the eyes of the Lord, a season of singleness and living in a house with my girl best friends and living underneath the roof of my parents' home and having the last name of Jenkins. And and I am now stepping into marriage. I'm going to be a wife. My last name is going to change. I'm not going to live under the same roof anymore. I'm going to be one with Josh McDaniel. And that's just some of the transitions that are about to happen in my everyday life. And I think um, whether it is you're about to get married, and so that is a transition, or you're transitioning from high school to college, or you're transitioning and because you're about to move somewhere new that you've never been, or you are step whatever season you're stepping out of, you're stepping into a new one, whether that's a relational season transition, that's a location transition, that is a, a status transition, like you're changing job positions, you are going from college and you're stepping into the real world and you have you have a job and uh, all of these things. There's so many different um, minor and major transitions that we experience in our day-to-day life. And I think sometimes it is very easy to get captivated in fear and worry and concern because we don't like to have unknowns. As people, we like to have control. We like to know what's going to be happening next. We like to know the answers. We like to know what steps we're going to be taking. We like to have a plan. We like to have our five-year plan. We like to be in the know. And Life simply isn't like that. I mean, yes, scripture says we will plan our ways in our hearts, but what does it continue to say? That God is the one who establishes our steps. God is the one who directs us. God is the one who guides us. God is the one who leads us on level ground. God is the one who makes our path straight. And so in whatever way you're transitioning and whatever, and even if you're not in a transition season, I pray that you tuck this message in your back pocket because If you're not in a transition season, you're going to be in one. And so it's just good to have this as a reminder that God is trustworthy and that we are prone sometimes to want control. And so whenever I can sense my flesh wanting to have control, I'm going to go back to the word. I'm going to go back to remember God's faithfulness. I'm going to go back to remember that God directs my path and it's okay that I don't know everything. I'm going to be still and know that he is God. I'm going to be still and know that he is sovereign. I'm going to be still and remember how he's been faithful to me as we'll talk about a little bit more in a hot minute. But As I've been reflecting, I remember um, like just a couple of weeks before I was about to move out of the house with my girls, um, I walked into our dining room and the girls had just threw me a bridal shower. It was a surprise and it was the sweetest thing ever. And all of my gifts that they had gotten me were on our dining room table. And then my friend, Katie, who is moving into my room in the house that I was leaving, um, all of her furniture and stuff was in our living room because she was about to move her stuff into my room. And I just sat there and I was like, wow, what a picture of transition. One girl is about to get married and she's moving out and another girl is about to move in. And it just kind of hit me in a really sweet and sentimental way. And as I was just sitting in that and thinking about like how, wow, I'm so thankful for 
all that this past season has consisted of and all that the Lord has done. And I'm also kind of sad to be leaving it. And I'm also really excited about what I'm stepping into. Just lots of emotions. I wrote this down and I pray that this encourages you wherever you are at. I wrote down, trusting God when stepping into the unfamiliar, because although it may be seen, because although it may be unfamiliar to me, it is familiar to him because he has already gone before me and been faithful in the spaces I have yet to step into. I'm going to say that again, like trusting God when stepping into the unfamiliar is worth it because although this next thing I'm stepping into may be unfamiliar to me, it is familiar to God because God has already gone before me and he has been faithful in the spaces I have yet to step into. And this, by trusting in God, this is how I can walk confidently in the unknown territory. This is how. It is because I know the territory of his presence. So I may be about to step, I've never been a wife before. I have never had a husband before. I have never been one with a person before. I have never shared a home with a man that was not my brother or my dad before. I have never, like I've never, there are a lot of things I'm about to do that will be the first. And what's so cool about that though is that all of that is unfamiliar. The presence of my God is familiar. And he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is steadfast, and that is what will be familiar to me in the midst of the unfamiliar. His love, his peace, his presence, his word, his joy, his hope, his comfort. All of that is familiar to me because I've been walking with him and I know him. And how reassuring is that to be resting in the familiar familiarity of his presence when I'm stepping in unfamiliar territory? I know the one who is leading me and he is trustworthy and good and faithful and he has never, ever, 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 ever led me wrong, ever. And going back to what our flesh is prone to is that we allow the voice of worry or fear to be the loudest a lot of times. And this happens when we choose to take our eyes off of the Lord because the Lord is our Prince of Peace. The Lord is our great comforter. The Lord is our faithful God. The Lord, he is the one who watches over us and is our helper. That is who he is. And so it makes sense that when we would take our eyes off of him, we would be filled with anxious. We would be filled with fear. We would be filled with anxiety. We would be filled with fear because those are not who he is. And so it makes sense that I'm going to be filled with things that are not of him when I take my eyes off of him. So what does it look like to cherish the present, being fully present where you are, and yet being full of excitement for what's to come all at the same time? I can do that when I'm resting in the presence of God, when I am still and know that He is God. I can be fully present where He has me, even when there's answers I don't have yet when there's questions I I still am wrestling with, even when there's territory I've yet to step into, I can both be fully present where I'm at, standing in the dining room with my bride gifts on the table and Katie's stuff to move in in the living room, and I can be at full peace and contentment even in the midst of this unfamiliar transition because if God is with me, then that brings me joy. And if I know that God has gone before me, and that is every reason to be excited about what's to come.
I think it's really cool. Um, Adam Donye, he's a leader of one of the summer camps that I grew up going to. And it's so cool how sometimes whenever you listen to someone and there are just these little things that just stick with you and you like never forget them. This was a couple of years ago and I've never forgotten this. Um, he said that remembrance leads to a deepening of faith, but amnesia leads to doubt. And I thought this was so cool because when, when we intentionally remember God's faithfulness and his kindness and his promises that he has kept in the past, when we remember those things, we are more likely to embrace the unfamiliar territory with confidence. Why? Because we know that God is going to continue to be steadfast in his character in the next seasons to come, just as he was in the seasons before. Like I said, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I, I just think that's so cool because if you read all throughout the Old Testament, the Lord is constantly saying, remember, 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 because we are so prone to forget. And when we forget God's character, when we forget how he's kept his promises, we are more easy to, we more easily stick to worrying because we don't have control and we're, we're quicker to be filled with anxiety and fear because, because of the unknowns and because of X, Y, Z. And yet God's just like, remember me. Remember me. There's a reason that the Lord says in, in John 14, 26, that the Holy Spirit is going to teach you and what? Remind you of all truth. Because we need to be reminded. And that's why Adam Donye said that remembrance leads to a deepening of faith. Because my faith is deepened when I intentionally remember how God has been faithful. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network and is sponsored in part by... Hey! Today's episode is sponsored by our friends at Faithful Counseling. So, let's get real for a second. Is there something interfering with your peace, robbing you of joy, preventing you from carrying God's yoke that is easy and His burden that is light that He intends for you to carry, He designed you to carry? Are you walking through something that's preventing you from achieving your goals? I know that for many of us, that can be anxiety, depression, fear, or even broken relationships that can be holding us back. But this is where Faithful Counseling comes in. Faithful Counseling is a worldwide counseling service that is making professional counseling accessible, affordable, and convenient so anyone and everyone can face life's challenges and can get help anytime, anywhere. Faithful Counseling offers four different ways to get connected to a licensed counselor. You can sit down for video calls, phone calls, live chats, or instant messaging. Every counselor on Faithful Counseling is licensed by their respective state board and has over 3,000 hours of experience. If you think that Faithful Counseling is for you, you can sign up today and be matched with your counselor in 24 hours or less. Faithful Counseling is helping us live our healthiest lives in the comfort and safety of our homes. Be sure to check out Faithful Counseling at faithfulcounseling.com slash MMA slash. 
So I've been reading in Nehemiah lately, and in, in Nehemiah chapter 4, the people of God are um, facing opposition in their work. And Nehemiah is such an incredible leader. Like if you go read through the book of Nehemiah, you will learn so much about what it means to be a godly leader. And it's so cool that the foundations of that is seeking the Lord in prayer. It's fearing the Lord out of a first pursuit of God and out of an undivided heart that fears his name. Like quality leadership will flow from that, which is just so cool. But in verse 14, Nehemiah is wanting to comfort those. He's comforting the nobles and the officials and the rest of the people who are facing this opposition. And he says, do not be afraid of them, them being their enemies who were seeking to intimidate them and stop the work of rebuilding the wall that they were doing. He says, do not be afraid of them. Remember the Lord. There's that word again. Remember the Lord who is great and awesome. And then he goes on to say, and fight for your brothers, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your homes. But I love this, that in the face of, in the face of opposition, in the face of like an opportunity to be afraid or an opportunity to grow anxious, Nehemiah says, hey, remember God. Remember God. So cool. And then as Adam Donye goes on to say, amnesia leads to doubt. In other words, when we forget how God has been faithful to us in the past, when we forget that God always led us along the right path for the honor of his name, when we forget that God really has pursued us with goodness and love all the days of our life, when we forget that God was with us in the valleys of the shadow of death, when we forget that God is God, he truly did fight for us when we were still and we knew that he was the Lord, like we forget when we forget that it leads to doubt when we step into unfamiliar territory we doubt whether or not god is going to come through we doubt whether or not we're going to be provided for like we we start to doubt all of these things we doubt god's character we doubt we doubt god's protection we doubt like God's guidance and that's when we try and take the reins and we try and have control of everything and we we are not walking with faith. Faith is being confident what you hope for and certain about what you cannot see. And when we forget how faithful God has been in the past, it's easier to walk in doubt when you step into unfamiliar territory. And so I just want to encourage you to go even, and I want to share with you next like a couple of like practical tips of encouragement when stepping into the unfamiliar or when transitioning. And one of the first things is to go and write down the ways that God has been faithful to you. Reflect on past seasons of transition that you have walked through and write down how the Lord led you through it, how the Lord provided for you, how the Lord proved himself to be trustworthy in those seasons of transition. And that is, it's pretty hard to see that and not be excited even in the unknown. It's hard to see that and not be empowered with childlike faith, knowing that my father did watch over me. I did lift up my eyes to the mountains and he was where my help came from. And now Man, now that I'm remembering, yeah, he did it there, he did it there, he did it there, then why wouldn't he do it here too? It's such an encourager and as Adam Donia said, a deepening of faith. And so I do, I want to share some practical encouragement for y'all when stepping into the unfamiliar. The first is pray. Pray, pray, pray. I feel like I talk about this in a lot of podcasts because it's seriously just so important to devote yourself to prayer, being watchful and thankful. 
to seek the Lord, to submit to the Lord, to draw near to the Lord and let your requests be made known before him. Pray consistently without ceasing on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. Go to him. I know throughout this season, I've been praying over my own heart. I've been praying over our marriage. I've been praying over Josh. I've been praying over our new home, over our neighbors. I've and I, as I pray, I guarantee you, like this time of prayer has been like nothing but a confidence booster for me. Not only like a confidence in like excitement about being married, but also just confidence in the Lord. Like our intimacy with the Lord grows the more that we talk with him, the more that we wait on him, the more that we listen for his voice. I mean, it makes sense. Like the, in, even in your friendships or any relationship, the more that you talk with one another and you're in genuine conversation, like you're going to grow closer together. And so how cool is it that whenever you're intentional to seek the Lord and spend time in conversation with him and listening to him and waiting on his guidance, you're going to grow more confident in who he is and you're going to grow more confident into where he's leading you. And this goes back to, I got excited and I shared with y'all this a little earlier, but remember and call out how how God has been faithful to you in the past. Go and write it down and remember it. And then this one, I, I'm really excited. I hope that this speaks to somebody, that this helps somebody feel encouraged and not crazy and not alone in how they're feeling. But I also, writing things out are really powerful, I think. Um, and so I just encourage you to write out how you're feeling in a transition. Like even if those feelings are uncomfortable for you to acknowledge, because I know for me sometimes if I'm feeling frustrated or if I'm feeling sad or if I'm feeling apathetic or any, any feelings that are like towards in in that area, I sometimes will feel like so frustrated that I'm even feeling those things because they're so uncomfortable and I don't even know sometimes how to let myself feel those things because I just want to feel happy again. And that's something that the Lord has really been leading me through is no, not to let my feelings dictate my actions, not to let my feelings determine like the tone of my day or to have authority over my, over my mind or my heart posture, but to acknowledge them to acknowledge them and let myself feel them. And therefore I can present them fully to the Lord because I really think, I really think that whenever we refuse to allow ourselves to acknowledge the feelings and the emotions that we have, we miss out on how the Lord really does draw near to us when we're brokenhearted. We miss out on how God really does care for us whenever our our heart is full of cares. We miss out on how God really is our peace, our prince of peace whenever we're anxious, how he really is our stronghold and our defender when we're afraid. And I I do not want to stay in a place of fear or stay in a place of frustration or stay in a place of apathy or stay in a place of sadness. But if I never even let myself acknowledge something that I genuinely am feeling, then I never am able to fully process it, move on from it and experience the genuine way that the Lord meets me there in the midst of it. And so I do, I encourage you to to write out, like, how are you really feeling in this transition? 
in not knowing all the answers, in stepping into the unfamiliar. Write it down, knowing that God gets it. He sees it. And it's not crazy that you're feeling that way. It means you're human. And there's just something really freeing in that when you actually let yourself feel the emotions that you're already feeling, but you kind of, in a way, Give yourself permission to feel them, if that makes sense. And because me and a friend were talking about this the other day, but like whenever you are transitioning from seasons, that means you are you are leaving something behind. Like I am leaving things behind as I step into this new season of marriage and I'm stepping into something crazy, awesome and fun and beautiful and of the Lord. But a part of me is having to grieve not being under my parents' roof anymore or not living with my girls anymore. Like, like I'm going to miss it. And I think that that's really a sweet thing to, to acknowledge is, wow, I am going to miss that. I, the other night in the last night of being in home, in the home with the girls, I had to cry a little bit. And after I let myself cry and process how I'm really going to miss them, I felt so much better. I had to like, let myself acknowledge that, wow, I'm transitioning and this is beautiful and a part of me is going to miss it and that's okay. You know, it's just really special. Remember that if you are leaving one season and stepping into another, like I just like I just said, that sometimes requires you to grieve um, something you're leaving behind. So don't rush that or neglect allowing yourself to truly acknowledge that because truly acknowledging a transition may propel you to then genuinely enjoy what you're stepping into. Because if you're stepping into a new season, but you never processed how you were feeling leaving the last one, you may miss out on like laughter and excitement and fully experiencing this new one because you didn't ever let yourself transition, if that makes sense. So write that out. Um, share that with a trusted person in your life to process through it. Take it to the Lord and ask him to comfort you where you need to be comforted and that his spirit would govern your mind, which leads you in life and peace. Like may his spirit dictate the next step that you take. Um, but ask him to show you how to process the emotions that you may be feeling in the midst of the transition. And then and the last piece of encouragement that I have is that find scripture that reminds you of how trustworthy the Lord is and rest in that. Instead of sulking in your feelings and letting your feelings determine your perspective, let God's word, let God's faithfulness, let God's trustworthiness, let God's proven character be the thing that determines your perspective. Set your eyes on things above, not on earthly things. Trust God. There is so much fun in trusting the Lord. <laughs> There's so much excitement. Like, I think that that's a part of the joy of childlike faith. It's like, I know my father is my protector. I know that he is my provider. I know that every good and perfect gift comes from him. And so, yeah, I don't know all the answers. Yeah, I'm stepping into something I've never stepped into before. Yeah, a lot of this may be a little uncomfortable. It may be a little un unknown, but my God's presence is familiar to me. I know who my father is and I know that I am his daughter. I know that Josh, my future husband, is his son. And I know that he loves us. I know that he hems us in both behind and before. I know that he is at our right hand and we will not be shaken. I know that the righteous don't have to fear bad news. I know that God is our safe place and our refuge and he, he covers us with his feathers and we, we can seek his face and find peace in his presence. Like, I know that full well and all the other details will fall into place because... 
God promises. He says, trust in me with all of your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding, but in all of your ways, submit to me and I will make your path straight. He said, remain in me and I in you and you will bear much fruit. He says, I am your shepherd and you, in me, you lack no good thing. I lead you beside still and quiet waters. I make you lie down in green pastures. He says, I restore your soul. And that is what I need to know. I'm going to ask for vision. I'm going to seek the Lord for clarity and discernment and wisdom as we step into this unknown territory. But I refuse to let anxiety and fear and doubt occupy my mind. I'd rather joy be what occupies all that I am because I trust in the Lord. I think it's a much better route to go. And I, I really do pray that this just really encourages you. And I know I was talking to my best friend, maid of honor, the other day, and she just graduated college and I'm about to get married. And so we were talking about just the transition of seasons. And so you may even be where Georgia is or you're you're transitioning out of college. And so really wherever you are, I know I grew up moving and transitioning between school to school in different states. Those were those were transitions. Whatever transition you may be in, like I said, a daily one or a big monumental one, I pray that you're encouraged through this message today that the Lord is faithful. Remember his faithfulness. Don't forget it. Seek his face. Trust in him. He is trustworthy. And the territory you're stepping into may be unfamiliar, but his presence that was with you in the past seasons, it'll be with you in this one. And that can be the familiar, the familiar territory that you cling to. And it is good. So cling to what is good, my friends. And y'all, oh my goodness, like, thank you so much for tuning into not only this episode, but to the entire month's worth of wedding wedding details and marriage advice and stories of people I've gotten to meet along the way of planning this wedding and a little bit of my heart and what the Lord has been leading me through throughout this exciting time. And I'm just so thankful that y'all get to be in the journey with me in this cool way. And I pray that you know how much I love you and how much I appreciate you and value you. And I'm so excited about what the Lord's going to continue to reveal to me great and unsearchable things I don't know, how he's going to continue to show me who he is um, through me being a wife, through marriage and all the things that come with that. And I'm excited to share them with you as the Lord leads and, and hopefully can just continue to encourage you through the power of his word. And I'm just so thankful. But y'all are wonderful, and I I look forward to talking to you again soon, and I hope y'all have the best week ever. Bye, guys! <laughs>
This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.